With Axie Infinity selling over $1 billion in NFTs, there's no question that blockchain gaming is here to stay, and it's just getting started. So what happens when you combine a massively multiplayer online role-playing game like World of Warcraft with a building game like Minecraft and toss in NFTs with a play-to-earn ecosystem? Well, you've got the future of gaming, and this perfectly describes Vulcanverse. Today, we've got the CEO of gaming company Vulcan Forged, Jamie Thompson, to discuss this future of blockchain games that most of you don't even know exists, but you'll be very well informed after this episode. So you've got my sword. And you've got my axe. For episode number 542 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, two, ignition. Who's bad? And you can kiss my axe. <laughs> Welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast, the show for the crypto curious and the grip, crypto, the crypto serious. If you're serious about your grip, you're in the right place. Yard, matey. Well, that's a different accent. Sorry, my bad. That's okay. Use whatever accent you want. <laughs> you know, this is the multi, this is the multi-accentual episode. You might find that you'd be a little calm instead. <laughs> That's what I am. He's a Joe Leprechaun. We're duck, duck going the thing so you don't have to, folks. You're welcome. Heard over around the world in something like 180 countries or so, somewhere around 10 million downloads. Numbers are fun and gaming is fun. Uh, You guys are really going to dig what's happening today. By now, if you listen to the show, you've heard of Axie, you've heard of the stuff Animoca's doing, you've heard of Splinterlands, but you are going to absolutely be blown away at what you discover today. That is true. This one is, I mean, these are folks that are building A++ kind of games, right? And what they've done is build out the games they kind of took a, a a field of dreams approach to this if they build it they will come and they've been growing their community pretty substantially and the games and the fantasy just the the, the fantasy the fantastical graphics i don't even know the words to say i'm out of words um we're out of words joel no more shows we're out oh. of words Well, fortunately, we have words. We also have sponsors. And if you want to earn more on your crypto, look no further, because when you invest your digital assets with Matrix Port's one-stop financial platform app, you could choose from dozens of innovative investment products. Earn, save, trade, invest in one place. Learn how easy it is to earn 30% annualized yields on your USDC. 30%. Download the app today, badco.in forward slash Matrix Port. We think you'll dig it. And when you do, you support this here podcasts where we say words and sometimes forget words words and things and stuff coming up next you've heard us talk a lot about the new metaverses um, the online gaming world you've heard us talk a lot about the sandbox you've heard us talk a lot about splinterlands but there is a gem out there that many of you may not have heard of yet. This might be the first time, but it's not going to be the last time you've heard of the Vulcanverse and the company Vulcan Forge. Trust us on this. We discovered these guys a few months ago. 
We're invited to be advisors with them, and we are really pleased to present you with what might be the most badass baller MMORPG metaverse that we have seen yet. Jamie Thompson, the CEO of the Vulcanverse and Vulcan Forged, here with us today. Jamie, welcome to Bad Crypto. Thanks very much, Joel and Travis. Lovely to be here. I appreciate the uh, the passionate introduction, and um, I may not be biased, but I totally agree with you. I don't think I'm overselling it. I really don't. I'll, you know, listen. While if you guys are listening and you can go to the website while you're listening, if you're driving, wait till later. But if you go to Vulcan Forged com and just look at the the video there on that main site you're gonna be like holy crap this is like the stuff i would expect from you know world of warcraft or guild wars or you know final fantasy this is not what i've seen in the blockchain space and i don't know how more of the world doesn't know about what you're doing so maybe why don't we back up a little bit here jamie and kind of give people a, a little history about why you started this company um, and then we'll go into you know what it is you're actually doing right now sure yeah well i think you hit the nail on the head with um how the games look because we actually are a game studio we we came from that industry first so we we saw the you know the value in ownership and nfts and blockchain and so we're one of the few companies that sort of came from the gaming studio side into blockchain um i mean there's 14 of us Game, game coders in-house here in Greece. We've got 40 of us around the world working for Vulcan Forge. So for us, the game quality always came ahead of the blockchain um, element of it. So when the two came together, we, we get that a lot. We're like, okay, so this is actually, you know, this looks like a, a, a proper game. And, you know, for us, you know, our standards are always that high. So, yeah, I mean, that's where we started out. And now we've got eight or nine games that we've, created we've got kind of a hearthstone kind of game called berserk which is um massively uh massively increasing its user base vulcanverse is you know some people say just sandbox on steroids i mean you can literally sculpt any fantasy scape you like and when you input the the nfts and owning the land um it's just you know it, it's been it's been a money 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 gold rush for every landowner who bought in at the initial sale and and the value of this land and the items and the vulcanites they just go up by the week so it's beyond our imagination you know how how popular this this whole metaverse and and ownership on blockchain has become so well we made the right decision and um yeah thanks very much for the for the kind words we do hope that it does become as successful as world of warcraft um that that's the goal yeah, and if you guys do tune into the Nifty Show, we had Jamie on episode number 43, and we've talked about Vulcanverse over there quite substantially. Like, anytime there's some news popping up, we've mentioned it a few times over there. I don't know that we've mentioned it on Bad Crypto, though, because but we wanted to have Jamie on this one because it's so cool what's going on over there on the Vulcanverse. And so, you know, maybe talk about your strategy, because you mentioned you have nine games already, right? And, and some of these are just seriously A++-type plus games. And the graphics on these are just absolutely ridiculous. And so talk about your strategy initially of, of, of basically saying, hey, we're going to just build all this. Stuff. You basically took the field of dreams approach. If they build it, if we build it, they will come. And that's what you're seeing that's <laughs> happened. So talk about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we've never really been into the whole crypto token, shilling, hype, all that kind of stuff. So for us, like any other game studio, you just keep your head down, you build for years, and then you release the game. 
But here we've kind of had to learn about the whole sort of, you know, token crypto side of it all. And that and that hype is it, right now. It, it, it's off off the chart. It's coming to us the last two weeks, you know, mind blowing. And it's come to us. We haven't gone out there and really tried to shield whatever the word is to kind of get the token out there. People have just found the games and. And, and as I said, we work like a traditional game studio. And yeah, I can't lie, we've got some of the best artists, like award-winning artists working for us at Vulcan Forge. Like these Vulcanite NFTs you see, you know, how they animate, the cards they animate. You know, we've got uh, a national champion in, in ZBrush who sculpts his stuff for us. So yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. It wasn't like we went out and said, let's just keep quiet for three years and build. We've just, that's what we're used to. And now finally, people are sort of seeing it and we're not even fully ready yet, um, which is which is crazy for us. People wanting to come in and play the game when we're not out in, in proper release, but they love it. And it's really tight. I mean, the community, community are awesome. I kind of find that the blockchain community uh, in the gaming world seems to be a lot more... I don't know, open to collaboration, a lot less tribal. I mean, we talk to the guys at Sandbox and Somnium and, you know, everyone's very connected and wants to help everyone out as opposed to the whole, this is my blockchain, this is my token. The game, we've got a collaboration coming up with Sandbox where we, we, we're sort of putting up one of their characters in in the game. And we're, as I said, we just, we just talk to everyone and just, just want to sort of push blockchain gaming to where it should go. That's interesting to me. So you're working with um, Animoca really indirectly via the sandbox to collaborate. And and are you going to have, is there going to be a Vulcan verse sandbox land as well, where people can get a mini taste of Vulcan verse? That's a good idea. We haven't explored putting Vulcan verse into the sandbox. There's no reason why we can't. We're doing it with Somnium space. So I guess we could do it with the sandbox. For, for now, we've kind of created this sand wizard. Um, which is like a Vulcanite of notice. But um, it's just the fact that people are willing to sort of talk and collaborate and there's no sort of you and I kind of thing with blockchain gaming. Um, recently, well, I was in Dubai talking about blockchain gaming at some conference. And, and I think the point I touched on was that I just don't think we've seen even the beginning of blockchain gaming yet. I mean, a lot of crypto companies, they sort of create this game, which is pretty mediocre, but because they've got this token behind it, it's valued at like 200, 500 million. When in fact, the reality is it's the token that's driving that valuation. When you look at Ubisoft and Assassin's Creed, they've got to make that 200 million by selling the game. So the game just got to be good. Um, so that's where we're, we're trying to bridge the two, the two industries here, really bring the sort of AAA games into the blockchain world. That's, that's a really good point, what you said there, because there are quote unquote games in the uh, blockchain ecosystem that aren't really games yet. You know, we see it happening in Wax, uh, which is is you know still a lot of people pioneering the space on the Wax blockchain. But some of the games are little more than staking your cards to earn a token. There's no actual gameplay. That's why it, I think people are going to be blown away to see how far ahead you are. Um, because you weren't growing a blockchain company, you were growing a gaming studio and discovered yeah. what blockchain could bring to it. Um, and so these these games are actual games. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, the gaming industry, you know, $20 billion. I mean, it, it still makes crypto gaming look like a, a tiny, tiny space. Mm -hmm. 
So the bigger gaming companies, they don't really want to move into the industry because they don't need to. You know, uh, Atari, Ubisoft, they're sort of playing around with some accelerators and touching here and there, but their real piece of the pie is the gaming industry. It's enormous. Um, whereas the blockchain projects, you know, they make their millions, they're happy, they don't need to sort of, you know, push the standard of gaming. But I think we'll find that from this year, from the NFT hype, the metaverse hype, that the standard is going to be pushed up. Literally, you'll have to survive. You have to up the ante in terms of graphics and gameplay and and all that. And that's just great. I mean, just owning your own stuff and making money and the whole play to earn economy. Um, it's just so exciting for us. I mean, we, we, we've, we've changed lives already just by people, you know, getting some assets early on and selling them. And now we've got this new uh, Lava token being released, which you generate just by playing our games, um, which you can sort of sell for peer on the upcoming Vulcan Dex, which is like a, a Dex for gaming tokens only. It's just, you know, it's a full-blown economy. And I was uh, talking to Joel earlier before the, before the interview about how funny, you know, within the metaverse you've got this sort of socio-political dynamics kind of sort of coming out already where people are favoring their own quadrants and you know i'm from hades you're from arcadia and there's a hierarchy of how much land you own and all this stuff we couldn't even imagine when you create a virtual world hi my name is joel and i'm from hades (laughs) yeah exactly yes (laughs) that's good nice yeah so i mean that's what I think a lot of the lore is of what it is you're building is the fact that, you know, you're a game studio and the fact that you're putting stuff together and, you know, the people are actually loving it. The fans on this thing, as, as you mentioned, you've, you've doubled in like the last six weeks or so. I think there's, is it, is it something that's happening in the industry? Because there's a couple other ones that have done that as well. We were paying attention to splitter ones. They've basically doubled in the last couple of months. Is it that more and more people now are, are, are understanding and learning about blockchain games? Or are they just like, what's happened in this last two months? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a mixture of things. I think it's it's a sort of people finding the entry into crypto a lot easier than it was many years ago, even with crypto kitties. It was lucrative, but it was still very difficult. So the mainstream are adopting it more. And Axie Infinity, you know, have really sort oh, of uh, blown the lid off there in terms of play to earn and, and, and you know, millions and millions. And I, it's not going to stop anytime soon. It's just going to get better. I mean, this is something that, you know, people predicted years ago, the, 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 the power of NFTs. And once you start combining it with games that are really actually fun to play, then you've got a winning combo. Um, but yeah, I think the, the influx has been due to Axie, the ease of, ease of crypto, the chance people realize they can earn, you know, in some countries, annual wages simply from sort of playing the game. And that's probably why some games don't push the level as much, because a lot of people do play just for the cash. You know, I think Avogotchi actually started as a game idea, but kind of moved much more into the DeFi when they realized that was becoming more popular. And Axie have kind of got that, okay, Axie isn't an incredible game, but people don't care because, you know, they can earn money off it. It's fun, it's friendly. It's like these kind of Pokemon characters. So yeah, we're really- What a phenomenon that thing has been, right? I mean, good Lord. Like I'm looking at this right now, Joel, $78. For one, Axie Infinity, they got 270 million tokens, and it's been insane. Jamie, watching this thing just go pop, pop. I know, I know. I, know. I mean, uh, goodness knows how sustainable it will be, or maybe it will keep going. And um, they're upgrading soon. And, and just hats off to, um, I think it was John, who, who's the founder of it. I mean, 
Um, you know, these guys are pioneers. I mean, we, we wouldn't be with the Vulcan Burst without Second Life, then Decentraland, mm -hmm. and then Sandbox and Axie. I mean, this is just the natural evolution of, of where things, World of Warcraft, Minecraft, you know, these models have been proven to be successful. When Minecraft came out, I couldn't believe that people would be interested in putting blocks together, pixel blocks, and just building. And nor did the guy that made it. It was like a German student, I think. He made it for a project for, for his school. And look at it now. And um, so all these models have been proven. And, uh, yeah, we hope to sort of bind them all. Axie grew 750 times in one year. Do we know, do you know the latest numbers on how many players or registered players they have? Wasn't it 6 million or something? Crazy? Six, 6 million. Okay. They're in their, you know, I, I know you've probably done the math on, all right, according to if people are valuing Axie, you know, at uh, um, $78 a token and there's this much supply, your supply is relatively small, isn't it? Of the yeah. uh, pure yeah, token. PYR, fine. by the way, guys, is the, uh, the token that you would look for. Of course, this is not financial advice, but we are advisors with, uh, with Vulcan Forge, the token PYR, uh, as of this recording, which will timestamp August 17th, 2021, is $4.10. Circulating supply is about 18 million tokens. Total supply, 50 million. So if you like extrapolate based on the number of users that you have, what Pyre should actually be, just for fun, not encouraging anybody to buy anything, but what does that what does that look like how much does it come uh out? well someone the community always do this and we've only got a few thousands i mean the community, we, we literally don't we haven't marketed the games yet right. you know and now it's thousands are becoming two and five and we we, we broke fifteen thousand wallets on the weekend which is still tiny that's criminal way. that's criminal that's pretty, i know but i think someone works it out if we were actually market cap i, I think one peer is like 180 dollars or something <laughs> crazy like that so yeah i mean i guess undervalued is the word but for us we just we just want to get on building the games yeah yeah keep on keeping on so so there's 18 million in circulation right now there's a total of, of 50 million how are those other 32 million coming into existence uh, not for years. I mean, 10 million is used for the staking. So once you own land in Vulcanverse, you have to put peer um, into the land. Um, and that gets locked up and you, you get a sort of a, a reward every day from the amount of peer you've locked up in the land. And obviously, we actually worked it out that if every landowner locks up their, goes to level seven with their land, and locks it in for staking, there is no peer left. It's, it, it's just gone. So it, it's... um. Maybe we should have, you know, minted more tokens at the beginning, but this is just the way it is. I mean, if Vulcanverse is successful, you're looking at decimals, but that, you know, that that's that's fine by us. Um, so yeah, so that there's there's no change in the circulating supply for at least two years, as the white paper states. So if I got land, and then how much is you said you mentioned something about the land, like people who had invested in it originally, I think the price blew up on that. How much is land going for now, and how much? Of peer, do you need to stake to make this to, to make it work? Yeah, well, the land was sold for eighty dollars a plot to start with. Cheapest we're getting now is about two grand. Um, I think a quarter oh. plot with another card sold for ninety four thousand. Um, oh. You you'll have to you put a hundred peer in to level to level two, then it's two hundred peer, and then three four goes. I think a thousand peer is to, to level seven. 
And um, once it's at that level, it's locked in and we can remove it when you want and you get a sort of a portion of the staking rewards. That's why the land's gone up so much. It's just, it's like, it's this free peer for playing the game and building stuff in, in its fantasy verse. And now we've got the lava token, which you can sort of earn just by walking around and fighting and playing. You can swap that lava for peer on the upcoming Vulcan decks. And it's just, everything's just so exciting right now because it's been... This last final year has been just nothing but development. And now we're moving, everything's coming from better into full production. People are sniffing the sort of rewards in Berserk, the Hearthstone game we've got, and that's going parabolic in, in user, user acquisition. So now is, is the exciting summer for us. Right on. So I'm taking a look right now at the marketplace. It's the Vulcan market at market.vulcanforge.com. And so I see some auctions that has taken place here, starting bid. There's like 1,300 fire, 510 fire. Is that what is that the internal? What What is fire versus peer? Because I know peer is like fire in Greek or something, right? And so, yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. It's a rat token. So it's like WEF or however you pronounce it. So it's okay. one peer is one fire. So you do a conversion on the marketplace so you can do quick fire bids because obviously transactions for every bid is going to take a while. So the, the, those bids you're seeing there are like 1,500 peer. So, you know, $7,000, $8,000. With the land, right? If I'm looking at this, it says 8719 starting bid 510 fire. And it looks like a piece of a map. That's that's land. That's the land. Yeah, that's that's the land. Um, and how do you stake no it? Like, how do you how does someone stake it? So I see I buy it. I'm like, all right, here's the auction. Boom, I'm going to pay a couple grand for this. How do I then stake it? Do I go inside? The, which game do I go inside to stake it? Or where's your staking module? Well, we've made it so you can't just take it and stake it. You've got to play on it first. I mean, once you've bought the, the land, you've got to enter the Vulcan verse, build some stuff, and get up your avatar experience. Otherwise, people are just going to buy a whole lot of land and just going to put money in it. And it's going to be a barren landscape. So you've got to get your avatar to level two. Once your avatar is level two, you're allowed to level it up to level two. Um, and it keeps working all the way up to, to seven. So you can't even get level seven staking unless you've played a bucket load of the game and you've conquered your beast. Otherwise, it's not. Otherwise, it's just a, a staking contract. We, we, you know, we might as well just make right, another right, right. swap. I, I conquered so, yeah. my beast in uh, in therapy already, so I'm I'm good there. <laughs> Ready to go. Huh? So Travis, you got to play the game. You can't just. Can't just buy the land, which I think is well, I was really curious. Some of them, yeah, some of them you can, like with, with uh, Splinterlands, you can stake it. And so I know people, some people are going to have that question to be like, well, what exactly do I do? How does that happen? So I think you answered that perfectly, Jamie. I love that idea. If you want to earn more peer, uh, the fire token, then you need to go in, play the game, level up your avatar. And then as you level up your avatar, you can level up your land, right? So you good. got it. Yeah, just like that. Just like that. And, 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 and one big thing we've got coming, we're talking with the Yield Guild Games guys, is um, we're opening up our own scholarship program, like I actually do. It's also it's called the Kedalian program, because Kedalians were like the minions of Vulcan in the law, where anyone can enter the lands that a plot owner owns. But the lava, which is a token, they farm while they play, they share with the plot owner. Because one thing we had a problem with was with we had 10,000 plots of land, which means 10,000 players max. So what this does now, it opens up for millions of players going in and using other people's land, but sharing the tokens that they farm while they're playing, while keeping the world so minimally small. 
So you guys have some other news coming up here because of these various tokens and, you know, making it easy for people to swap out um, and get tokens. You've got a Vulcan Dex that is launching yeah. soon. Let's talk about that. Yeah, well, that's that's basically our, our we are really gamifying the Dex experience where we're only going to be listing gaming tokens. We'll start with um, obviously the peer to lava swapping mechanism. We've got um, Sand and YGG and um, Axie, uh, they're going to be listing there. Um, it, it's uh, literally for gaming tokens only, but the twist is it's going to be very much focused on on NFT farming and, and, and rewards for sort of adding liquidity there. Um, so, you know, if you add liquidity to the peer lava pool, um, X amount of peer, you'll get, you know, a level six Vulcanite and, and um, different games are offering different NFTs and sort of qualifications, achievements for locking up um, liquidity in this DEX, as well as the fees on top of it. So yeah, it, it, it's dedicated DEX. So uh, and it's cross chain as well, of course, because Peer is um, ported on Matic and Ethereum and BSC. So any gaming token from any of these chains can, uh, chains can list on the DEX um, and go through Peer as the middle token. Now that's an interesting sort of thing that you just talked about right there. It's that that Peer is located on Matic, it's on Ethereum, and it's on BNB. So you can go to like Pancake Swap or you can go to Uniswap and you can access and get yourself some. Now, how does how does that work? Like, if, if some of it's on BSC and some of it's on Matic, and so, like that's some really cross chain magic going on over there. Yeah, I mean, don't ask me the technical specs of it. It's just something about bridges. You know, we get we we get uh, bridges made so people can port between Matic and Ethereum. And uh, having the BSC bridge now allows the DEX to become cross chain. As long as Peer is that central token, it's on all these chains, and we can support gaming tokens for from all all, all the different. Uh, chains, but yeah, don't ask me any of the technical magic going on there. But uh, but yeah, it works. No, well, I'm gonna ask you, and I did ask you, and so there was the answer you gave. <laughs> walk us through onboarding into the Vulcan uh, verse. How does somebody, you know, easy on if they want to play? Because you know, this whenever you're looking at new stuff like this, it could be a little daunting to get in it's not as simple as like oh i've got minesweeper on my computer i'm gonna open up and start clicking on mines yeah well actually it's, it's kind of that simple because it's a downloadable game so it literally is download the launcher double click it either use your vulcan account or set up a new vulcan account join click your land and play um but right now we do advise people to come to our discord uh and just sort of join the classroom and, and, and the community will just help you get set up but for all our games, you use the same login. So we're partners with Arcane, now known as Venly. So you can log in from your phone, from your browser, from your tablet, with, and, and access all your NFTs and crypto there and, and share the same accounts across Berserk and Vulcanverse. So set your MyForge account up first, or just, just come to Discord, uh, Discord slash Vulcanverse. And honestly, people will, will hold your hand through everything you need to know. But you guys are in beta right now, so you're not just saying, hey, anybody come here and download. They have to join the Discord, right, if they want to download. Yes, yeah, it's for, it's for us to keep track of every single bug. I mean, we are in beta, so even though everything's working, well, there are bugs, and we want to keep track of all the users who are coming through. So you won't be able to get the launcher from the website. You'll have to come to our Discord, and you'll need land for now. So if you've got not, no land at the moment, I advise you to get land, not financial advice. Come into the Discord, have a little play, and take it from there with us. That's exactly what I'm doing right now as I'm going on to the secondary market. I'm going to grab some land 
and uh, gonna play the because I've seen the graphics on the thing. The graphics are just unbelievable, and some of these in, like that Frank Frazetti uh, NFT that you had that you dropped there with uh, that warrior was just unbelievable. And yeah, then, that's, aren't that's there some a, other there's some others coming as well behind that? That's that, right. That yeah. We partnered with Frank Frazetta. Well, not him because he's passed away. He was like, you know, his uh, his uh, Frazetta girls, you know, Sarah and her sister. And uh, uh, we got the IP rights to uh, the Frank Frazetta artwork. You know, this guy was a godfather of fantasy art. You know, the Death Dealer and uh, the Silver Warrior, the Egyptian Queen, which sold for like 50 million or something, the painting. Um, they're all coming to Vulcanverse as Vulcanites. And the Death Dealer, uh, we did a Death Dealer, we're animating. This is the first time the Frank Frazetta fantasy work has been put in any game. So we've got the IP rights for all that. So we did a, a, a Death Dealer airdrop competition the other day, and we threw in, like, you know, a few other Death Dealer items. And they've all sold for hundreds of thousands of dollars already. You know, it's crazy what, what people pay for these NFTs. But, yeah, and the Frazetta works so well with our lore because, of course, we've got the fighting fantasy authors who are writing these game books about Vulcanverse and then they can write in the law. And in fact, the game books are being released um, in, in September in Italy, Germany, UK, Barnes and Noble, Amazon. So Vulcanverse is really moving into a real mainstream sort of, I don't know, lifestyle. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I love that. Again, folks, this is not financial advice, but I'll just say as a lifelong gamer, I really like what I'm seeing here I believe this is an undiscovered gem and encourage you to go to Vulcanforged.com and Vulcanverse.com. Look at what these guys are doing. Do your own due diligence on it. I can tell you this as advisors, we're going to be continuing working with this team to see how we can help bring awareness to what they're doing, because uh, I think the blockchain and the gaming world deserves to uh, to play a role in what's happening here. So, Jamie, uh, I don't think you're going to need luck. I was going to wish you good luck, but I don't think you need luck. You guys got mad skills. So we'll just look forward to watching this develop and uh, become a powerhouse. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. We're enjoying every second of it. And uh, hopefully some of your listeners will pop into our discord or telegram and say hi. And we'll be glad to welcome you all. Travis, since this interview, I've watched Jamie's tweets on uh, on the Twitters, and they are building an augmented reality app that th this app was showing the Vulcanites in his living room, like these cool, fantastical creatures. I'm like, oh, they're they are not stopping this space uh, between this and Axie and Splinterlands and Star Atlas and a handful of others like real games chain games the stuff that you know that adam uh, barlam's working on it's about to get cray and this is still the beginning yeah very early on so i mean when you think about this is axe infinity they have grown to what six million some users or something i've read some ridiculous yeah. and you know splinterlands they've just announced that they've hit 300 some odd thousand users mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, but they took them a year to get to a hundred thousand and then right. in like eight weeks they got another two hundred thousand right. so they, that's impressive and then and then these guys here vulcan vulcan forge they were saying they had they have like just fifteen thousand users like people haven't discovered this thing yet and people are going to discover this in a big way because the games are fun and they're just beautiful so keep an eye out on this one, keep an eye out on Pyr. PYR is the in-game token. 
and uh, do your due diligence and research as you do in all the time but uh, interesting interesting stuff coming on with these nft gaming platforms indeed well thanks for listening everybody we appreciate you coming along for the ride hope you enjoyed the show if you did go leave us a five-star review wherever it is that you listen to podcasts if you didn't well thanks for listening anyway have a nice day and we'll catch you guys on the next episode until then stay back The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. There you go. I was going to tell them to stay bad. Go ahead. You always tell them to stay bad. I want to tell you them to say stay it. Bad. Say it. I want to say it. Say it. You just already said it, though. Say it again. Hey, stay bad. There you go. Say so it didn't feel good, though. I didn't feel authentic. Oh, you gotta I didn't feel like, you know, I didn't. You're like, stay back. I was like, wait, I like to say things. But I don't have to say things because you already said them. So thank you for saying the things. So stay, stay bad. <laughs> stay bad. <laughs> stay bad, bitches. <laughs>